Welcome to the Cold Brew Podcast. It is February 10th. I am David Gasper, joined as always by co-host Matt Carroll, and we are the editors at ReviewingTheBrew.com. Spring training is just around the corner, and there's a lot to prepare for, and our guest today can certainly attest to that. Uh, joining us on this week's Cold Brew Podcast is Brewers left-handed pitching prospect Aaron Ashby. Aaron, thank you so much for, for coming on the show today, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's good. It's good to be here and good to be talking about spring training. So uh, very excited. <laughs> yeah, it, it's starting on time. You're leaving in uh, just a little bit. How are the the preparations going? Like, what all do you do you have to pack to to get ready to go down there? Um, well, in previous years, I I'm I'm a notorious overpacker, so I pack everything. <laughs> Golf clubs, of mm. course, got to go. But oh uh, yeah, you know just. This year, I told my mom, I just told her, I'm going to bring my my golf clubs and then some shorts and some T-shirts. But, um, you know, there, <laughs> and it probably won't be like that. I'll, I'll have to bring, you know, my gaming, my gaming TV, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I have I have a lot of my clothes already down there at my uh, buddy's house, who I, whom I stay with down there. But um, it's it's always a little bit of a trick to get it all packed into my truck and kind of have to say, Oh, do I really need this? Or, you know, can I live without it for the next month and a half? But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. Uh, so you're bringing your gaming TV. Are you an Xbox or a PlayStation kind of guy? Xbox. Xbox. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Matt, Matt is so disappointed. That's, I, know, I, know. I, I mean, if I, if I were, uh, if I had the money to have both, I'd have both. I'd, I don't actually discriminate against well, the two. Well, I don't know that anyone has the money to have both. Those things are going for like two thousand yeah. dollars right now because find them. But um, it's just, the two or my brother and then my two best friends both have Xbox. So we just all, in high school we always had Xbox, and it's just it's a lot to change consoles, you know. So I I, I see myself sticking with Xbox from here on out. Yeah, but it's okay. like it's like switching between like iPhone and Android. Like yeah. you just you yeah. just can't keep going what, back and with forth. One, you're with one. You don't really change a whole lot. Yeah. So so are you just kind of more like you know a Madden like or a sports kind of games? Or are you more like the Call of Duty kind of the, those kinds of things? Yeah, Call of Duty. I never really got into the sports games like 2K, like the basketball. I, I don't even. I couldn't even. Yeah. Tell you how, how to shoot the shoot the ball in that game, but. Um, <laughs> oh to uh xbox i saw so i will be playing that um but that's only on playstation right now and then um i play a little bit of madden but i also like like i said call of duty is fun of course but um i like forza i like racing games kind of into cars and stuff like that so that's cool i mean you're gonna have to get into the show once you get uh closer to the bigs yeah you got it you got to see yourself there yeah you're gonna have to play as yourself (laughs) Right. Yeah, right. Right now, um, I was in last year's game, but it's like very like stock image, just like <laughs> my guy with a little bit of facial hair, and then my white, my white glasses that I pitch in. But sometimes I'll get like friends sending me pictures or videos of them going through the minor leagues or playing the mud cats or because I like I guess the rosters vary. Like I'm, I don't know, but yeah, mm. that's kind of cool. That's yeah, so- so you mentioned the the glasses. Are you bringing back the rec specs here in 2021? Yeah, yeah. I'll still have the they're yeah, not let's go. white rec specs, but they're the Oakley glasses, kind of like how Joe Joe Kelly is a guy oh. that that wear them. But um, yeah, I'll have them. It, it just helps. I didn't even know I needed them until I got 
drafted and went and did my physical in Milwaukee. And they're like, yeah, you're kind of, you kind of might need glasses. And I tried glasses. <laughs> I was like, oh, I do need glasses. You guys are right. I can see. <laughs> yeah. I, but, um, and then I started wearing them in the game because, you know, in college, you never really play a night game. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. Everything in the day. And, um, you know, you get to minor league baseball and professional baseball and every game's at night. So the stadium lights make it really, really tough to see the signs, which is mainly what I use them for. I don't know that it helps me anything other than seeing signs and not be like, what is he? Are you swagger. It helps about? you with swagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they look cool. So, you know, yeah. you gotta, I always look cool up there. But, um, yeah, so when I got those, I was like, oh, I can actually see the signs now. So that's pretty cool. But, yeah. That's pretty important from what I've been told. No doubt. No doubt. The catch is like when you can see the signs and what you, what they're putting down is what mix them up. Yeah. It's like, all right, I put down curveball. Fastball? Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. They don't like yeah. 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 Your catch is going to come out there and be like, dude, what the hell was that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. So you're preparing for a spring training. Um, you got the, the big league invites, uh, invite mm-hmm. big league camp. Congratulations on that, uh, by the way. Yeah. So you're going to be there with uh, a whole bunch of other guys and you know, you're, you're on this, I think it was a list of like 18 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of like, you know, like you, Ethan small, Garrett Mitchell, all these other guys. How did you get the, the news of your big league camp invite? Was it a call from, you know, Flanagan? Was it a call from Stearns or, or council? Yeah, or, uh, Tom, Tom Flanagan called me and kind of let me know, um, couple weeks ago and i was just like wow this is awesome like i was obviously you're always hoping to get you know invited and right. move, move along and move up and everything but it's it's a lot different when it actually happens you know because you, you you don't expect it to happen you you just really want it to happen and then um when it happens it's a really cool feeling you feel accomplished and then everything and gives you a little bit more motivation in a year where you know motivation might be lacking in some spots but um yeah is very very cool to get that call so how did that rank between that and getting the draft call uh draft calls up there <laughs> okay the draft call was up there um it, it's close though it's close is is being invited to big league camp is, is a really a, a cool feeling um but i i think the part that's kind of different with the draft is my whole family was there in mm-hmm. the living room and so I got to share that with all of them. And uh, that's that's probably what made that really cool, too. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, always seems like a, a special day when you when they have, like, the cameras, you know, when you're watching the MLB uh-huh. the cameras in all the living rooms and yeah, pretty cool. um, all the families there. And, I mean, going into the into the draft that year, drafting the, in the fourth round in 2018 mm-hmm. out of Crowder Junior College in Missouri – you had 156 strikeouts and 74 and two thirds innings. Like that, that is equivalent to like my stat line when I was a hitter. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. I, I got to say. Um, so like going into that draft, like were the brewers like talking to you a lot? Did you really kind of like know what was going on or was it just in the dark? No, not, not really. Um, you know, on, on draft day, weekend, whatever it may be, you're kind of told like, it's going to be a roller coaster year. It's going to, you're going to get calls. You're this and that's going to happen and everything. You just got to stay even keeled. And, um, the brewers, I, I didn't go to the workout. 
um, I kind of was late even filling out their questionnaire. Oh. And I never really talked to Drew, the scout who drew. I talked to him, but, you know, I, I was talking to other scouts more mm-hmm. than um, I was with the Brewers. And then um, it's kind of just like my agent called me. He's like, hey, you know, the Brewers want you. And I was like, all right, let's 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 do this thing, you know. <laughs> it's kind of out of the blue. And then um, – but, yeah, it's, it's been great. I love the organization. The organization's treated me great. Um, met a lot of re- – I met a lot of really good people, actually. Um, a lot of good friends I've made and um, couldn't be more excited to be here. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Great to hear. And yeah. you know, I was I was certainly excited when I saw that draft pick come through and I'm like, finally, a left-handed pitcher. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have been, I was railing about this for <laughs> like two years. Yeah. And I'm like, finally, like we're getting one here in the in the fourth. Like, cause I was a left-handed pitcher because as, yeah. as you, as I told you before, my hitting stats were not that great. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I'm like, finally, we, we got some cause yeah, it, it had been, it had been a long time. So now, I mean, we got, we got you, there's now Ethan small, Antoine oh, Kelly, yeah. like also just, yeah. it's kind of like you three is like the, the big trio there of um, left-handed pitching prospects. Have, yeah. have you like, have you played with them? Like on any of the teams? I, I'm not sure if um, you were with small there. Yeah, we we were together as far as like playing. We did not play in because they were drafted in 2019, and we yeah. did not play together in 2019. Um, we did all play together at the alternate training site. You right. kind of had three to seven inning games every night that we played. But um, both those guys are really good guys. Um, Ethan. He's going to be down in big league camp as well. And I think we're kind of banking on each other being our, being catch partners right now, but I don't know how yeah. that's going to, but, um, <laughs> no, but both those guys are really good. Antoine is uh, obviously an incredible pitcher with a really great fastball and maybe an even better slider. So it's good to see him going, going good. Yeah. I, I can imagine like the three of you just having like a lefty group chat or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got to you got to select your catch partner early because that is like yeah. one of the most critical it things. It is. It really is. And um, having a catch partner that is on pace with what you want to do, there's like there's nothing better in the world than having that guy that you play catch with every day, and you guys are on the same page every day. The rotation works out perfect. Um, that's kind of how Dylan File and I were um, my very first year in Appleton, 2018. I got there and his catch partner had left. I was replacing his catch partner and then we got along perfect. It was like great. But yeah, catch partner is one of the most important things you can have. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like it is like a pairing for, for the whole season. Like you yeah. select it early and, and that's your guy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. <laughs> so then back in 2018, um, you end up kind of getting to play your first pro ball. Um, mm-hmm. What was that like? So like, so like talk about being at uh, low a there in Wisconsin. Um, what was that like? Kind of that difference between, you know, now these pro hitters versus, you know, what you faced in college. Yeah. So at first when I was in Helena, I went to Helena first uh, mm-hmm. for advanced, the, you know, extended rookie ball season. And um, I struggled at first, like, cause in college I kind of like my slider was my pitch that, kind of got me out of trouble if I was in, ever in trouble I just throw it up there swing and miss or ground ball or whatever and then in pro ball 
I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the slider. Right. And it's like, no, that's not the way it works. Like these guys are going to, if I'm throwing this in the dirt, they're not swinging at it. If I'm throwing it in the zone, they're hitting it off the wall. So <laughs> something has to change. I remember being in Missoula and um, I was like, felt great. Like, obviously you have a lot, a lot of adrenaline going. It's, you know, you're pitching professionally now. And um, so I'm like, wow, like I feel so good. And um, early on, I was kind of coming out of the bullpen uh, behind Scott Sonich, and then we'd rotate week by week. So it's it hard to get in a groove there, but, you know, that I was ready to do that. And um, just the hitters were not so much better. They just laid off certain pitches that were swung at in college, you know. So was, you have to throw more strikes. You have to be more strategic with, you know, changing eye levels and everything. But um, – I think that's what part of what makes it fun is like learning. Okay. I've like the jump from Appleton to Carolina, I thought was even more like interesting in the fact that the hitters were a lot, lot better. I thought in Carolina than they were in the Midwest league, but um, yeah, it's just something you got to learn as you go. Yeah. And then you get to, I mean, you got to Carolina and it really didn't seem like you skipped much of a beat. I mean, your numbers were, were still pretty good down there and, you know, were, were the adjustments just kind of something you made initially, like as soon as you got there, or did it take a couple of starts to really kind of set, settle in? Um, well, my first, I think my first two starts were my best starts. I don't think I gave up a run in my first two starts. And I was like Probably seven, eight, eight innings. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, what's going on here? I think part of it <laughs> was because um, I was so comfortable with um, the catchers there, Mario and Peyton. Mm. Are, they're great they're incredible and um having that connection with the catchers is really important to me um like is to the point where i wasn't even shaking you know they they just i just trusted them so much i was like so it, it just it gives you confidence as a pitcher and that comfortability on the mound when you're like that guy behind the plate has got me no matter what and uh that's that's what mario and Peyton did for me and um so i think that was part of the reason why those first two games were so successful. And then, um, yeah, as you go on, the hitters, the hitters start to learn you as well. You know, this is a new pitcher coming in. They don't have a lot on you. And, um, you know, the hitters start to adjust as the games go on and everything like that. So then you have to adjust and adapt. So then 2019 finishes um, 3.5 ERA, um, 135 strikeouts over 126 innings. Um, There were a few solid pitchers in the minors that year for the brewers file had a great year uh Uh, had a great year and yet minor league pitcher of the year for the brewers organization goes to you how did that feel uh hearing Uh, that news it it felt that that was that was another great phone call from tom uh tom's got a lot a lot of great phone calls with me but um (laughs) um no that i i thought dylan file was going to win that award because he had an incredible year. Um, I, I think it, it, you couldn't have gone wrong giving it to, you know, Dylan file, Noah, um, and some other guys, but you know, that, I guess I'm, I'm happy to get it. Um, I don't want to be like, Oh, I don't deserve it. Um, <laughs> but any of those, those guys, I think, you know, couldn't have gone wrong with giving it to anybody. So you got the trophy or the plaque or something on a on a shelf somewhere in the trophy? Yeah, um, it's it's actually over here at my house and uh, sitting on the fireplace. So pretty cool. 
Nice. All right. And then you go into 2020 and you're probably expecting to get to double A at some point and then mm-hmm. you know, the season uh, ended up getting canceled and you go to the alternate training site. Um, I, I remember seeing some of the reports uh, coming out of there, you know, Velo looking, you know, a little, a little improved there in 2020, which, you know, I think everyone likes to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So like what, what were some of the, the goals that, uh, the Brewers had you working on at the alternate training site. What were some of your uh, personal goals uh, that you wanted to work on there? Yeah, um, I think going in to spring training, um, we kind of established that I wanted to develop a sinker, um, kind of make that like my my fastball, just throwing you know two seam, one seam sinker, and um, is going really good in spring training. Had a really good feel for it. Then of course everything gets canceled and come back to the alternate training site and nothing had changed. We kept in contact all through the quarantine and everything. And, um, kind of was sending them video of, you know, where it's at and everything. And then I, um, I was at the alternate training site for probably a week and a half or yeah, probably a week and a half before I threw in a game. And, um, this is my first time throwing in almost a year, like off the mound to an actual hitter and a game setting. And um, the first hitter I faced, I don't know why I always face Bryce Terang, which is, is my roommate at, who I live with in Arizona. And um, But I always face him my first time back from anything. First hitter in spring training, first – anytime <laughs> it's the first time coming back, I face Bryce. And um, I've walked him on four pitches every time I've – every time I've faced him. <laughs> so my first – my first game back at the alternate training site, I think I threw 21 pitches and I threw, I threw 19 balls. Oh God. I threw threw three strikes. And it wasn't like I was like backstop spiking thing. I was just, I was just missing. I was just missing all around the zone. And um, I threw three strikes to Tristan Lutz after I'd walked like three or four guys. Um, (laughs) Lutz is like, dude, like why? I think I threw, like two, <laughs> I threw him like two sliders down the middle and then like a fastball in and struck him out. I was like, I, I feel bad because I just I'm throwing balls everywhere besides the strike zone. Then I get up there and I spot up two sliders and a fastball inside. And it's like, what are you going to do? But um, yeah, that was kind of I threw one more game there and Appleton at the alternate training site went, went pretty well. I thought um, Vila was good. And then, um, then we left and, oh. um, left or, you know, kind of got the COVID we had like, I think two tests positive, but it was like, mm. we had like four days left anyway. So they're just like, you know, we're test everyone quarantine and then go home. But, um, went home for a week and then I guess is instructional league after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I, I so, kind of got a feel. Oh, sorry, Matt. No, um, go ahead. Just kind of got a feel for Tristan Lutz. Like, imagine like walking up there, just like, all right, this dude's walked like the last like two or three guys on four pitches, <laughs> and then just <laughs> boom, boom, just three strikes <laughs> right in a row. Like, you gotta be yeah. kidding me. <laughs> I, I, I was like, dude, I feel bad. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what's going on up here. I can't like. I seriously don't even like remember what happened. Like, I I came into Jim Henderson, the pitching coach there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, how'd you feel?" I was like, I feel great. Like I've never felt better in my life. Like my arm <laughs> feels so good right now. The ball's just like flat. Was, I think it was like, I was like 94, 96. And it was just like easy. I was like, oh, 
this is this is nice. I, I'd rather, you know, if I, if it's gonna be this easy, I'll, I guess I'll just walk five people a game. <laughs> but, um, but no, I I think it's just nerves and first time back. And once mm-hmm. I got settled in on that next start, everything was back to normal. The velo was still up, so it was, it was good good to see. Good to see. So then at instructionals, there wasn't a whole lot of news that came out for kind of some of us who were you know really mm-hmm. trying to get an idea of what it was like there. Um, for you. Was it more just continuing to develop that sinker, kind of just yeah. working on tinkering a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. It's just working on getting it down in the zone um, and having command whenever I want um, of that pitch, wherever I want it, want to throw it. And then um, kind of like a little two-seam, um, a hard two-seam that I can throw into a right-hander's hip, um, just to kind of add another dimension of that. You know, I have the sinker going hard in a way and then the, you know, tight two seam kind of staying up. So just trying to always, you know, improve my arsenal, I guess, so to speak. But, um, yeah, instru- I, I really enjoyed Instructional League. Um, I wish they'd call it something else sometimes because Instructional <laughs> League kind of has like a um, bad connotation uh, between like the players and everything. Like, oh, you're going to Instructional League. Um, I went my first year. It was good and everything, but it's like, you're just it's so hot there at that time of the year and it's mm. just like you'd rather be home but i'd already been home for so long i was like you know what i'm just gonna go in there with a good mindset good attitude work out get after it and um i was really happy with you know the improvements i made in arizona yeah that's, that's certainly good to hear i mean setting yourself up for uh you know coming in strong here i, I kind of want to ask you I, even though it doesn't sound like you know you had a whole lot of um experience at the ultimate training site i'm kind of curious which hitter or or hitters gave you the toughest at bats because you faced most of the brewers hitting prospects down there which guys were the toughest or most annoying at bats do do you feel like it for you as a pitcher um i bright i think it's for me it's guys with really good idea of the strike zone um mm-hmm. a lot i think a lot of my stuff is kind of like deceptive on being a strike and then not being a strike and uh, so guys like Bryce um, I think a lefty that has a really good eye is like probably one of the hardest hitters to face for me so Bryce Garrett Mitchell Garrett Mitchell was I thought looked just really comfortable in there Um, as far as you know our guys go there's some guys for the uh, Diamondbacks that were pretty good I forget their names but um they had some good, good at bats, but um, yeah, for the most part, like a lefty that sees, cause I, some lefties are like, dude, it's impossible to see like where you're throwing it from. Mm-hmm. And then other lefties are like, it's like, I'm showing them what I'm throwing. And then they're just like, yep. See ya. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I guess Garrett, Garrett Mitchell is really good. Obviously Bryce is good. Um, guys like that pretty much. So kind of the guys we'd expect. Yeah, yeah. the guys, you, expect, <laughs> the the guys who you think are good are are actually good. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So now we've come to 2021, where we're just we're still. I, baseball's happening. It's happening, but yeah. like we I, we need to see it happen to be it yeah you know exactly. officially believe it right yes. but uh as far as we know spring training's on track so as you yep. head down there now um you know what are kind of some of your goals uh 
for spring training as an invite? I want to learn. I want to learn a lot from the other guys there, the starting pitchers, Corbin Burns, Woody, all those guys. I want to try to kind of pick their brain a little bit um, and just make some, I guess, make friends with some of the guys, just like be close to them. And um, I think forming a good relationship is more important than a lot of things. I think that's something my college coach taught us was, you know, are you guys going to remember the stats of, you know, whoever's here, or are you going to remember, you know, the friendship that you had with them or the, you know, funny time out eating or what, whatever it may be. Just, I think forming relationships like that is more important than some, some of the other things that people think are more important, you know? Mm-hmm. So just, just getting to know those guys and um, learning, learning what I can on the field from them. And, and Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are two pretty good guys <laughs> to pick the brain of. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also um, Devin and I, um, I've talked to him a little bit throughout the off season and I keep, t- I just, I want to learn his changeup. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. Doesn't everyone. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if that's possible. I, I actually, I think it is the best pitch in baseball without mm-hmm. a doubt in my mind. I mean, especially when you pair that with like 96 to 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And they just have 85 just dying. Yeah. yeah, it's a left-handed slider is what it is. Yeah. From a, like it's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. We had a we had friend of the podcast pitching ninja, Rob Friedman on um, yeah. last winter talking about Devin. It's like we probably I think that that podcast went like an hour and a half or something. Like we just could talk like Devin Williams <laughs> and and those guys just for yeah. for forever. Yeah. Like yeah, he he like gradually took it from like, oh, this is like one of the best changeups in the league too. This is the best changeup in the league too. This is the best changeup in the entire universe. Like it is, <laughs> it just kept on gradually going up. And yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like I think Burns was saying he was trying to get it. We asked Lindblom about. It. He said, "I'd rather have the ninety-seven mile an hour fastball." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "He yeah. can keep the changeup. I'll take the ninety-seven mile an hour heat." Yeah. Yeah, throwing hard is fun, but that changeup, oh my goodness, it's devastating to hitters. You, I think you could tell them, I'm th- well, you, he basically is. You, you know yeah. what he's doing. It's, it's like it's going to be fastball or changeup. Yeah. And I think how it got hit twice, I think. Yeah, it, it was once, I think. And I think Colton Wong was one of them. And it was really? just kind of like a, a weak opposite field yeah. single. Yeah. Yeah. And now, Who's gonna hit it now? Hit yeah. It. So now, now who you got? <laughs> <laughs> now who you got? <laughs> that that was that was David Stearns' master plan. Signed the only guy who could get a hit <laughs> off of Devin Williams, so that yeah. no one can hit him. Yeah. There you go. Game over now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may have Nolan Arenado, but we got the only guy who can hit Devin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, um, so. so then. I'm assuming you don't know yet where you're going to be assigned for this coming yeah, year, no, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you have any kind of, you know, plans, expectations of where you might be headed? I think we all have an idea. Um, but are you, are yeah. you preparing for anything one way or another? Um, I guess? Not necessarily. Um, I have where I'd like to be. Um, I'd like to be in AAA, um, but mm-hmm. like there's, you know, obviously I haven't been to AA yet. But um, mm-hmm. 
you know, so I, I won't be disappointed with either. Um, I just want to, I just want to play baseball at this point. <laughs> Happy with wherever. I just want to be back with the guys, play baseball, play baseball. <laughs> that's real, I mean, Amen. I just nothing else you need to say more than that, man. I just want to play baseball. Yeah, I just want to play baseball. I want to have. We just want to watch baseball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to go to games. I, I want to watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it wherever I'm at. Um, I'll be happy wherever. Um, obviously, I have my goals and um, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Yeah, a lot of, you know, exciting things to happen. Like, you know, it, it's a new season. Really, anything yeah. can happen in, in something like yeah. this. And, you know, yeah. with with where, you know, people were at going into 2020, like, you know, really anything can happen. Just, just kind of showing up. Like, for like for example, Devin Williams, again, he was like, you know, maybe could have made the roster, maybe could have not. And then all of a sudden yeah. turned into the most dominant pitcher there is. So, you know, same thing could kind of, you know, happen here. It's like, okay, you know, could be here, could be there. And then it just turns out to, you know, boom, explosion of of awesomeness. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It it happens fast. Um, You just have to be prepared for everything. Um, You know, you never know what's going to happen. So got to be ready for everything. Oh, yeah. So about one of the random questions that I wanted to ask is, um, of course, we got to know, do you have any good minor league stories, any like, funny stories oh. you can remember from either Carolina or Wisconsin here or Appleton, you know, I should say. Sure. I'm sure there's a couple you'll have to actually, there's probably more than a couple. There's probably a lot. I know. How many uh, can you share though? That's, yeah, that, that's, that's the real question. <laughs> that, that's the tricky part. Um, I know one, uh, like a classic minor league story. Um, I won't give out the city name, but uh, there was a city we stayed at in the Midwest League and the hotel. And um, I think probably five or eight guys all had bed bugs. Like oh. their, their backs were just like covered and like oh biting bed bugs. So that, that's like a classic minor league story, you know, how everyone, yeah. all these like, oh, we stay in awful places. That one was pretty bad. I remember I was like, just paranoid the whole time i'm like uh should i just sleep like on the floor like where <laughs> where do i need to sleep where this is gonna happen but um that was that was a pretty like minor league ish story um trying to think of funny ones obviously the walk off in appleton um on the drop third strike that was mm-hmm. great oh yeah goodness what else i think just man the the time spent off of the field, like golfing with the guys are some of the best times I've ever had, like golfing with Robbie hit David Fry, all those guys up in Appleton was so much fun on our off days. Um, just hanging out with everyone been a good time, but, um, I'll try, I'll try to get back to you on some stories maybe later in the podcast, but, um, there, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you gotta rack your brain for them. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dang, yeah. what, What's the because I'm trying to think of like the best one, but yeah. um, I can't get one right now. All right, so so you're talking about going golfing there. What is your best golf score on 18 holes? Uh, 70, 73. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, I, yeah. When when I was in instructional league, I was golfing regularly. 
Like, and I mean, I was, if I wasn't playing 18 holes, I was hitting 500 golf balls a day. Hmm. I was just, I was just in the zone and um, I was actually playing with Jim Henderson. So if you'd like to ask him to uh, confirm this, he will. And he better because he was. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) we'll try to get him on next week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that was a really yeah, I'll never forget that. I was 73. I shot at Verado Golf Course in Arizona in Buckeye. It was really cool. Really cool. I, think I always played. I've, I don't think I've shot above like an 82 there. I'm telling you, I was really good at golf. And yeah. I've been playing for a while now because there's a bunch of white ice snow on the ground. But uh, <laughs> kind of makes it hard to play. It's hard to find your ball when all that snow is on the ground. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited to get back out to Arizona and hopefully play play some more yeah absolutely what, what what is your uh your favorite golf course in the appleton area when you when you went around there Ooh, appleton there's 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 a bunch of golf courses around there i yeah, know there a bunch of golf courses uh shamrock was always cool to me uh i think we got to play there for free um, oh that's nice <laughs> i'd go there all the time too like <laughs> yeah chaska was close to the field and then um, there's this place called Westridge, I think. Okay. I think Westridge or West. It started with a W. Um, I forget the name of it, but we played there quite a bit uh, during the alternate training site stint. We were there. But um, yeah, there, there's some really good golf actually in Wisconsin. No, oh, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a. I think it was a. We had the PJ Tour. I think it was Whistling Straits. Yeah, Whistling. Um, yeah. And I think we had a. There was another one. Where was it? It was somewhere. Aaron Hills. Yeah, Aaron Hills. Aaron mm-hmm. Hills. I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there are, there are a couple of of good ones. I've only gone golfing once. Um, what? Yeah. I I I'm also like super tall as well as left handed. So <laughs> like. <laughs> Like clubs are just kind of like difficult and (laughs) it's kind of like a, yeah. So like getting my own clubs is like a lot at the moment. And then, but yeah, so like I went and it was so much fun. Like I'd love to go more. Um, But like, also I shanked a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like everything just slice into the left, um, into the, into the freaking. Uh, corn or into the trees or bush or whatever <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. because you know this this was out in uh, the lacrosse area so like there's there and there's like a whole bunch of like farmland out there um yeah but yeah like I, I think I shot like a I think I shot like a 60 something just on nine right? <laughs> when you said 60 I was like that's not bad and then you said nine <laughs> yeah on okay. nine <laughs> yeah big difference so, between nine and 18 <laughs> yeah so about 120 or something <laughs> yeah something like that probably and even then that's still probably generous um yeah. but i i had one where i probably made like a a 30 foot putt and i was just like in i was like yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah when you hit a good shot in golf it's like that was the best feeling in the world yeah it's like i'm gonna walk off now i'm done and <laughs> <laughs> it while i'm on top yeah <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about like my golf game. In fact, I've got a relatively beat up putter from trying to keep it low back out of the woods from a lot of spots. <laughs> but I mean, it's a it's a it's a good strategy, but it does just yeah. that thing just looks rough. I got a solid short game 
uh, with my pitching wedge, but unfortunately you don't do very well if you only hit it 90 to hundred yards at a time. So it doesn't really help yeah. the rest of my golf game. Yeah. It's uh, it can be a struggle at times for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like for, for some listeners that might not know, like pitchers, they just do a lot of golfing. Like, cause there are days where like, you're just not supposed to throw and like, there's only so yeah. much you can do. So it's like, what else are you going to do? Well, might as well go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My roommate while I was in Carolina, JT Henson, he would go golf, wake up 7 a.m., make his coffee, read his book, go golf by 8, be at the field by 1. That was just his routine. Yeah. Every day, reliever, he just – he's really good at golf, though. He's, he's probably one of the, <laughs> in the organization, I'd say. I don't know. We need to have like a, a Brewers golf outing. Just just having all the players just just golfing together and just just see who's the best. That'd be so cool. I'd be down for that. Yeah, we, we need to we need to call David Stearns or or some, I don't know who do we call for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure who who you'd get a hold of for that, but uh, it needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll at the Brewers on Twitter see if that'll do anything. Yeah, see if we get something rolling. <laughs> yeah, so, suggest it to to Flanagan. See, see if yeah. he'll do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so while you're still kind of um, thinking of uh, some other some other fun stories from down there, mm-hmm. I got to ask you because spring training is coming up. Will you be reporting to spring training in the best shape of your life? Um, I feel like I'm in pretty darn good shape right now. I think the best shape I've ever been in my life was when I was in college at Crowder. Mm. Um we had this thing called post fall and it's like the worst four weeks of your life. <laughs> and um, every morning, 6am wake up, run, just run. It's oh. just make people quit. But it also like brought us so much closer as a team. I think that was like the coolest part of it. Like the last day that you're done, it's like you feel on top of the world. Like you're in the best shape of your life. Um, so I'm not sure that I'll ever be in that good of shape ever again, because it was like four weeks of the most insane things I've ever done in my life. But, um, like, I feel very strong right now. Um, my, my cardio could probably improve a little bit, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now, as far as conditioned and strength wise and arm feels good. So I'm happy. Matt, you got something? Uh, no, sorry. I, so, <laughs> you had it, then yeah, you lost good. it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh man. But yeah. So I, I think when we asked uh, Lynn Bloom that same question, he's like, "No," he, he said like same thing, you know, like. But he's like, "I'm in, I'm in fighting shape or something." Yeah. And and then he was talking about how he nearly like hurt himself trying to build a snowman with his kids, and <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh boy." But yeah. yeah, I think for a lot of us, the best shape we've ever been in and will ever be in again was when we were in college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After that, it's Don't really just kind of like going. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, mine honestly might have been high school. I think even college <laughs> just started being downhill at that point. Matt, Matt, you peaked in high school. Is that what you're saying? I did peak in high school. It's true. Yeah. I peaked in college, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Um, yeah, so there's really just kind of going to be 
a really interesting uh, group there in, in spring training. I, I think they said it's like limited to like 75 or so. Cause I know like the, yeah. like the lower levels of minor league is like, they're like getting delayed. Yeah. Um, do you know, is it, is it double A that's also delayed or, or is, or is double A starting normal with triple A? I believe double A is delayed as well. Okay. So I, think it, I think it's just triple A and big leagues who are starting on time. Okay. Yeah. So really so, hoping you make that triple A squad yeah. so you get to actually yeah, play. I'll have to be in Arizona for like three months. <laughs> oh, man. there's worse Which places to be terrible, but it's yeah. just right. But that's, but that's when it starts heating up. Like in February yeah, and March, that, it's, it's like a comfortable, like 75. Then when you start getting exactly. into May, it, April, May, it's like, why does anyone live here? It's way <laughs> too hot, way too hot. But, um, yeah, the double I I'm don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure the double A season is um is delayed. Okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. I'm still trying to think so, of a story. But um So yeah. any hopes that you'll get to kind of like spend some time with like the big like the Christian Yelich's of the world, maybe you know, have some of that swagger rug off, rug off or something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want to bug any of, any of those guys or anything because I'm sure they're, you know, tired of all that, like, all the, being that. But, you know, I'll just be normal, you know. I don't want to fanboy over him or anything. Obviously, he's a really good baseball player, cool guy. Um, I met him one time, you know, or I've talked to him a couple times in the weight room, just, like, passing by or whatever, like, how's it going or whatever, but um, – yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to, like, go up to the guys and, like, <laughs> I don't plan on bugging them or, hey, what are you guys doing out of this? Or, we're hanging out or anything like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just. If you want to to find um, Christian Yelich, if you want to just kind of bump into him, just head to the nearest Chipotle. Odds are you'll yeah, run into yeah. him at some point. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I saw his post. Um, I got He has his own burrito Chipotle card, I guess. Apparently, and um, Robert Murray, another friend of the podcast, said that he heard a story from, I believe it was JT Romuto, that Romuto and Yelich once went to Chipotle 142 days in a row in the minor leagues. Wow. 142 days. That's getting after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's put a, it lightly. Lot, a lot of burritos. Yeah, but I must say I am guilty of that myself. There is this place here in Kansas City. It is called Twisted Fresh, and I eat there every single day for lunch. What 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 is it there? Is it barbecue or, or what do they get? Um, no, they they do have like a barbecue chicken wrap, but they're it's just like wraps, sandwiches, salads, um, burgers, I guess. Um, but I get a buffalo chicken wrap every single day. I walk in there, they say, hey, and they start making my stuff. And then <laughs> I'm on my way. Every single day I go in there. And actually, I miss today. So, oh. but I, I have I have so many points built up. And I had it like planned out perfect. I had 500 points built up. So I was going to eat this whole week for free. And then it started snowing. And then, of course, I had to help, you know, snow removal and everything like that. But, yeah. I um I have a bunch of free meals saved up up there right now that I need to get spent before I leave for Arizona. I'm not back here until 
who knows when October, whenever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get some commercials or something in there. Like you got to get a sponsorship deal. Yeah. I need to, I need to, that'd be nice. And most importantly, you need that personalized card. They've got to have a version, right? Yeah. Yeah. You would think I'd hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have that every time I walk, every time I used to walk into the Fazoli's in my hometown, like (laughs) The, the lady there at the counter just like, oh, there he is, and then just, then just punched in my order. Yeah, like, that's the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. no name and everything. Hey, Aaron, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> same old, same old. Yeah, same old, same old. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, especially for, like, me, because, like, I don't, I don't know if you can tell, but, like, I'm 6'8", so, like, I'm pretty recognizable. Like, yeah. I, I kind of stand out in a crowd. So, like, <laughs> everyone just, like, remembers. I'm just, like, who are you? And just, like, all these people, like... <laughs> remember yeah. and like I, I i just had the dude at arby's i think like remember me and i'm just like do i come here too often or is it just because <laughs> i'm tall like i don't know yeah that's funny so it's it's just kind of a struggle for us uh yeah left-handers just going to yeah going to too many places we are weird there's no doubt about that oh yeah every single righty remem- reminds us of that every single time that they can yeah oh you're left Oh, you're weird. Okay, thanks, dude. I don't yeah. already know. And on top of that, you're also a pitcher. So then now you got all the position players making fun of you for that. Yeah. It's just never ending. You just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, do you have something over there? No, I I'm just trying to <laughs> now I'm just hungry, like to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're talking about food here and the and yeah. the chicken wraps and I'm thinking I may need to go get some food as well, just talking about all of it. Yeah, you, you probably got to probably yeah, gain some weight. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. just trying to think of where the nearest Culver's is or something like. And <laughs> oh yeah, looking for those Wisconsin staples. Yeah, Wisconsin staples, cheese curds, probably. Do you guys like That's cheese? Right. Love oh, cheese come curds, on. of course. Have, have you guys ever had Milwaukee Burger Company? No, we're, I don't know if it's like a chain thing though. We were just talking about that actually online with uh, Dario, uh, uh, other friend of the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. he, they were talking about they've got a big burger challenge that's like it's like eight or ten patties or something oh like that. All the fixins, um, you got to eat it in like thirty minutes or nope. something. So, nope. like, what? I, I feel like I could do the like amount of food challenge. It's more the like like hotter than you anyone can stand type challenges like why would i want to put myself through that just to feel yeah. pain just yeah. to like have my picture on a wall or something like that but a burger challenge yeah. maybe maybe a burger challenge possibly yeah <laughs> are are you a big uh beer guy aaron like normally we have like you know a beer or something that we like share and like talk yeah. about um okay. during these things but Matt's got his today, but it's, it's, it's a little early. earlier in the day. So like, we didn't like kind of like push it. Plus, you know, with having to get <laughs> yeah, ready for no, spring. I, but... uh, I like spotted cows. Yes. Yeah. There we yeah. go. There You're we already go. in honorary Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I, they, they would probably make so much more money if they sold them in other places that, yeah you know outside of wisconsin but they only sell them in wisconsin so yeah yeah o- only Crazy. in state I'm, I'm not sure if it's because of the size of the brewery that they can just feel like they can yeah. only distribute out there or yeah. or what but yeah like it's just 
Man, it's so good. See, there's your motivation for hurrying up to get to Milwaukee. There you to, go. To get yeah. to big leagues, to, to, so you can get the spotted, <laughs> spotted cow more regularly. Yeah, I got to get there now. <laughs> there's, now, now I got to get there. That's your motivation for spring. All right, yeah, we've settled it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, perfect. Um, I, I think that's a, a good spot to wrap up unless okay. you know, Aaron has, has thought of a story um, that, that he's got. He, he looks like he's been struggling with it. Yeah, I may, maybe another. I'll, I'll think of one maybe another time. Um, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll message you in like a week or yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a good spot to wrap up this week. Aaron Ashby, thank you so much, man, for, for coming on the podcast. I know you got you know limited amount of time preparing for, for spring training. Um, Heading down there. Good luck this season, man. Stay healthy, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in Milwaukee pretty soon. All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. It's, it's been fun, and uh, we'll, do it, we'll do it again sometime, all right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk to you after the season and, and uh, okay. how everything went. So, yeah. All right. Sounds right. good. Sounds right, good. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Thank, thanks, Aaron. So yeah. that'll do it for this week's edition of the Cold Brew Podcast. Be sure to uh, follow and subscribe. And if you like what you heard, uh, maybe drop a review um, that and really help us out that we'd appreciate it. So thank you once again for Aaron Ashby, for Matt Carroll. I'm Dave Gasper. We'll see you next week on the Cold Brew Podcast.